Sayadaw will give some introduction. The Sayadaw sitting on the big chair is Mahamyain Sayadaw from Mandalay. It, it's the teacher of and regarding um, relationships, he is his uncle. In the Mahamyain monastery, there are more than 300 monks, and it's a study monastery, and so Mahamyain Sayadaw is a teacher and um, teaching the monks. And Seattle also helped to establish the center here. That's why uh, he will give some talk now. So we will start the opening ceremony with the recitation of the Namotasa three times in Pali. And after that, Mahamyain Sayadaw will give the nine precepts. And after that, Sayadaw will give an admonishment. And then Mahamyain Sayadaw will leave and then Chamyamyain Sayadaw will uh, give instructions for the metta meditation practice. So we will start and now recite the Namotasa three times in Pali. Namo tasa bhagavato arato samma sambhutrata Namo tasa bhagavato arato samma sambhutrata Namo Take the precepts and we recite the Buddham, Sahanam, Kachami, etc. Buddham, Sahanam, Kachami, Dhammam, Sahanam, Kachami, Sangam, Sahanam, Kachami, Dutti. 
ษาทีตุบาโกติเดเลตุอาลุโกติบาเด
เตยาจองเนอจูเมตตาสงฆ์ฤกูติบาเรถ้าฤกูตุบยาปิโยลุติดาบุบาตุบาลาจูซาบีติดาบาตุบยาฤกูติเตนดาโกเลติเตบาเ
For this fifth Metta Meditation Retreat, we have a bit more than 30 yogis, meditators. And you have come from far away, from far away countries. Um, you have come here. So in order to come here, you had to take your time, you had a long journey to come here, and also for this long journey, you had to spend quite a bit of money to come here and to organize to come here. Uh, that was also some work you had to do. That's why Sayadaw is very pleased and very happy that uh, such persons like you uh, have come here to the center. So you have come here and you have had some difficulties or hindrances in order to get here. So your wish to come here must have been quite strong and so your mind or your attitude to practice metta is uh, laudable. So even uh, beings from the Brahma realms and the Deva realms, they uh, have gone to where the Buddha was to listen to his teachings. And Metta, this is a Dhamma that one really should uh, practice, that one should develop, that one should diligently uh, engage with. Because with the practice of metta, metta meditation, one will uh, one will find happiness and peace in oneself, and one will also contribute to the happiness and peace of other living beings. 
So what Mahamyayan Sayadaw had already mentioned briefly is the meaning um, of metta. This is the Metta is loving kindness, the kindness one has for others and oneself. In the scriptures, Metta is explained as the wish for the to wish for the welfare and happiness of all living beings. So please remember this. Metta means to wish for the welfare and happiness of all living beings. And in the Metta Sutta, the discourse on loving kindness, Metta is compared with the love of a mother for her child. Because a mother has this wish for her children to be happy and well and that everything um, is, go- is good for their children. And the mother has also the wish that uh, her children have a good, suitable place to live, to stay. Or a mother wishes for her children to be healthy, physically healthy and happy, like have mental happiness. And the mother wants her children to have a good education and to become uh, a well-established person. And the mother wants that her children are free from any danger or obstacles. So in this way, metta is the wish that all living beings have enough food, 
that they have suitable clothes, that they have a suitable place to stay. And Metta is the wish that all living beings be free from all kinds of dangers and obstacles, that they are healthy in body and happy in mind. Metta is the wish that everything goes well for living beings, that everything is complete. Um, what can metta be compared with? One can compare it with a good friend. So a friend wishes for oneself that one uh, has enough food, that one has uh, appropriate clothes, a good place to stay, that one is happy, that one is healthy, that everything in one's life is um, going well. And a good friend wants that we are free from any kinds of dangers and obstacles. And a good friend wishes that all aspects of our life unfold smoothly. So in this way, the, the metta attitude is that we wish that all living beings be happy and well, that every aspect of their lives unfolds uh, to the best. Uh, of what is possible. So, um, out in the world, if we have a good friend, then everything in our life uh, will run well, will go okay, then we can live happily. And likewise, if we have the metta friend, when metta is our friend, then every aspect in our life will unfold smoothly, then our life will be a happy one.
so von selber the Meta as a friend is even better than the best friend. So when you uh, cultivate metta, practice metta meditation, then uh, you have found your best friend. So you should always um, have your metta friend in your heart, in your mind. And you should always mm, stay close to your meta friend. And in this way, your life will be uh, a peaceful life. And having Metta as your friend, then after death, in your next existence, you will be reborn in the Brahma realm. Or else, if you uh, practice metta and take it as a base for the vipassana meditation practice, then it can lead all the way to nibbana, to liberation. So now Sayato will give some instructions of how to practice metta. To metta say, so to practice metta, to cultivate loving-kindness, means to cultivate the quality of metta in one's own heart and mind, to cultivate it repeatedly. So to cultivate, to repeatedly cultivate the quality of metta in one's heart and mind, this is the practice of metta meditation and in Pali this is called Metta Bhavana. When we cultivate Metta, there are two approaches. The first approach is to simply uh, cultivate the quality of metta, of loving-kindness in one's heart and mind. And the second approach is to cultivate metta 
in order to attain the jhanas, the absorptions. So the first approach of simply uh, cultivating the quality of metta, loving kindness in one's heart and mind. Um, there are many different ways of how one can do that many So one way is to simply recite uh, meta phrases, meta wishes. So in English, like when one is doing meta chanting. So with this, one can uh, cultivate. Uh, the quality of meta. <laughs> The second approach to cultivate metta is the approach to uh, practice metta until one attains the jhanas, the absorptions, and in order to do so, one cultivates metta, loving-kindness, in one's own heart and mind by repeatedly, again and again, uh, cultivate the quality of metta. And this is the approach that Sayadaw will teach, and it comes from the Visuddhi Maga, a commentary. So, when one is cultivating metta in this approach to attain the jhanas, so first of all, one should uh, clean the body and then put on neat and clean clothes. So, one should not wear dirty or smelly clothes. And then one should, as much as it is possible, to let go of any uh, attachments. So, 
So, uh, cutting or letting go of all the attachments in regard to one's family or in regard to one's work or in regard to plans, where should I go, what should I do. So all these attachments should be uh, cut. So then one should tell oneself now there is only myself and metta. So one should always bear in mind that now in this world there is simply myself and metta. And then after that one should go to a quiet uh, place. And then one should uh, take the precepts, be that the five precepts or the eight precepts. And or here we have taken the nine precepts. And we have done uh, so in order to to well or to make it easy to cultivate metta. And after that, we should pay respect to the Buddha, the Dhamma, the Sangha, and our teachers. After that, we should reflect on the benefits of Metta, and we should reflect on the shortcomings of Dosa, all forms of anger, aversion, hatred. So in the coming days, uh, Sayadaw will explain these reflections. Now Sayadaw will explain to which kind of persons First of all, we should cultivate metta. When we want to cultivate metta in order to reach the jhanas, then first of all, we should cultivate metta for ourselves. And then, as a second step, we should cultivate metta 
to a person whom we respect or admire or uh, feel close to. And then uh, as a third step, we should cultivate metta to the ver- our closest friend. And after that, as the fourth step, we should cultivate metta for a person whom we neither love nor hate, but have a kind of a neutral relationship with. And then, as a fifth step, a person we hate. And then, as the sixth step, we should cultivate metta for all living beings. However, we do not cultivate metta to all these different kinds of persons or beings, but we only take one uh, specific person or being. Sayadaw will give you instructions for which person you should cultivate loving-kindness. So each, uh, every day, he will give you the instructions and uh, telling you today you should cultivate metta for this person and on the following day he will tell you today you should cultivate metta for such person. So first of all, we start with cultivating metta for ourselves. And how long should we cultivate metta for ourselves? Um, we should do it for half an hour. And then after half an hour, we should cultivate metta for a person we respect. And also uh, half an hour for this respected person. So, in the sitting meditation, you start with half an hour of metta for yourself and then half an hour of metta for the respected person. So then you have one hour of sitting. After that, you can get up and practice walking meditation. And likewise, in the walking meditation, the first half an hour, you should cultivate metta for yourself. 
and in the second half hour you should cultivate metta for the respected person. And then during the general activities during the day, uh, when taking a shower, when eating, when dressing, when doing your yogi job, during this time you should cultivate metta to all living beings. What you should be careful of is that when you cultivate metta, your metta wish, the metta phrase, should not be very long. It should not consist of many words. And why is this so? So if you have a metta wish that is very long, that has very many words, then it will take a long time to establish the concentration um, based on the metta practice. Only when we have few words in our metaphrase, metavish, only then will we be able to quickly um, establish the metta samadhi or the concentration based on the metta practice. So, for example, a metta wish such as this would be fine. May I be well, happy, and peaceful. May I be well, happy, and peaceful. If you take more words, if the metta wish is longer, then it will take uh, much longer to establish concentration. And something else you should be careful of um, your metta wish should be in a language that you understand well, that you are familiar with. If you recite the metta wish in a language that you don't know or that you are not so familiar with, then it will um, take a long time to arouse the quality of metta. It will take a long time to um, to establish the concentration. However, 
when you recite the Metavish in your mother language, the language you are um, well familiar with, then it's much quicker to uh, arouse the quality of Metta and it's also much quicker to establish the concentration. So, for example, um, if your language is English, then uh, recite the Metavish in English. If you understand Pali very well, then you can recite it in Pali. Or if you speak Myanmar language and are familiar with it, and then you recite it in Myanmar. Another point to be careful of is when you cultivate the metta, you should make sure that you recite the metta phrase um, attentively, diligently, do not do it superficially. If you recite the meta phrases uh, lightly, superficially, then it will take a long time to arouse the quality of meta. It will take a long time to establish concentration. Only when you uh, recite it diligently and attentively will you be able to quickly arouse the quality of metta and you will be able to quickly deepen your concentration based on the metta. And another point to be careful of when you cultivate metta, uh, you don't you do not need to arouse a mental image of the person who is the object of your metta meditation. What you need to do is simply to cultivate this benevolent wish of metta for the other person. In the scriptures, there is no place where it says that one needs to arouse or create a mental image of the person who is the object of one's metta meditation. In the scriptures, it only says that one should cultivate or develop the metta in oneself, this feeling of loving-kindness 
for the other person. For example, it is explained in the scriptures that one can cultivate metta for all living beings in the eastern direction by wishing may all beings in the eastern direction be well, happy and peaceful. May all beings in the eastern direction be well, happy and peaceful. And another point to be careful of or to know is that the practice of metta meditation is not the same or is different from the practice of vipassana meditation. In the Vipassana meditation, for example, we should be mindful of the fact of smelling, noted smelling, smelling, or when we are seeing, be mindful of the seeing, 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 or mindful of touch sensations. However, when we engage in the metta meditation practice, we do not need to be aware of the seeing or the hearing or the smelling. We do not need to be aware of these sense impressions. What we need to do is just to continuously cultivate metta. Or else, when we practice vipassana meditation, when we feel pain or stiffening or throbbing or other unpleasant sensations, then we are mindful of these sensations, noting them as pain, pain, or throbbing, throbbing, or uh, burning, burning, etc. However, when such uh, painful sensations arise during the metta meditation practice, we do not need to pay attention to them. We simply continue to cultivate the metta to uh, repeatedly um, cultivate the 
Or else, in the Vipassana meditation practice, we are also mindful of any kinds of thoughts, wandering mind, or we are mindful of greed or aversion or sleepiness by noting them accordingly, thinking, thinking, or greed, greed, aversion, aversion, and so on. However, in the metta meditation practice, we do not pay attention uh, to these thoughts or we just put them aside and we continue to cultivate the metta. So we should, um, should we, we should try our best in our metta meditation practice to continuously cultivate the loving kindness. So we should try our best that our metta practice is not broken by any other uh, objects or that we do not lose our metta, that uh, it's not replaced or something else takes over. And also in the walking meditation, there is no need to pay any attention to the walking, to the movements of the feet, like the lifting, pushing, dropping, etc. What one should do is simply uh, um, cultivate the loving kindness. And when you cultivate metta, you should really have this heartfelt, deep wish for the person who is the object of your metta meditation, so for him or her to be really healthy and well, to be really happy and peaceful. So, cultivating metta for oneself means repeatedly um, cultivate this wish for oneself may I be well, happy and peaceful may I be well, happy and peaceful may I be well, happy and peaceful so this metta wish should be continuously, repeatedly um, cultivated and one should make sure that um, one really wishes this for oneself. 
And then, when cultivating metta for the respected person, we uh, cultivate this metta wish again and again, repeatedly. May the respected person be well, happy, and peaceful. May the respected person be well, happy, and peaceful. May the respected person be well, happy, and peaceful. In this way, repeatedly cultivate this wish and really wishing this person to be well, happy, and peaceful. Not a good idea. And also make sure that you breathe normally or that the breath flows naturally. You don't need to pay any attention to your breath, to your breathing, but simply and pay attention to the cultivation of metta. So this is enough for today. So in the days to come, Sayato will give more uh, instructions. So today, Ah, you yogis, you must be tired, and you must also be hungry. And so, uh, tonight, tomorrow, uh, start to cultivate metta, in the way Sayato has just explained uh, to you. So may all of you, by practicing in this way, quickly attain the metta jhanas. Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.